On this episode of DC On Screen, we are talking and getting super spoilery about season two of Black Lightning with an emphasis on the season finale, The Book of the Apocalypse, Chapter Two, The Omega, right after this. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. You think of Earth as a singular planet. In fact, it is anything but. For this is a story not of a universe, but a multiverse. Where universes and planets, such as Earth, were replicated and mirrored across a vibrating, infinite plane. Some barely different from the next. Others drastically so. This is DC On Screen. Every week, Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it. Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 537. As stated, we are talking about Black Lightning Season 2 primarily, with a little bit of an emphasis on the season finale. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that title again. Nope. Done here. Every... Every episode of this show, the title is ridiculous. Yeah. We should have said, like, DC on screen episode 537, colon, 624, colon, 824,000, colon, 1.4. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think our title is just going to be Black Lightning Season 2 Review because I don't think there are that many characters in the title. They don't, they don't allow me that many. And by the way, no. CW app doesn't either. Like... It doesn't. CW. I, oh, it's so frustrating. <laughs> I can never see what the, the actual title of of any episode of Black Lightning is. Yeah, you've. Oh, oh God, yeah. There's uh, there's a lot to like about this show right now, but the titles that that's a shit show. It's awful. Yeah. that has got to change. I I wish it would. So the book um, chapter stuff. Oh my God, please stop. You know, I I think one of the things about this show right now. Uh, that a lot of people, and even I myself feel like is a negative, but then also like when you turn it around and you look at it, um, it turns out to be a positive weirdly because mm-hmm. like it's, it's one of those shows that like they do tackle race relations quite a lot and yeah. you know, you start getting like you, there are certain characters you'll be like, I don't like the way they reacted to that or well, you know, that person's a racist or well that person, and then you look at it from like the character's point of view and go, you know what? That's damn good TV. Mm. You know, have you had that with this show? You're like, well, that guy's clearly at, well, wait, maybe he isn't. Well, damn it. Now no one's justified and everyone's justified. Son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) The show, the show makes me think about stuff and I don't, I don't ever feel like that's a negative, like overall on, on high level thoughts. I don't look at it and go, well, they shouldn't make me think, you know what I mean? Like it could, Give if me negative reactions. That at any point, you need to stop and take a breath. And, well, you know, I mean, with maybe any, drink some more water. Whatever your whatever your uh, your viewpoint is with ha- with whomever on the show, I think the show is doing it on purpose. Yeah, probably. As far as that is concerned, um, like 
you know, initially I kind of went, you know, I, I understand. And, you know, uh, to be clear, to be completely clear, and uh, we're a couple of white dudes, we're not going to get this completely. But I, I was kind of like weird about, you know, how Jefferson had kind of a, a negative reaction just because they're bringing in a white dude to replace him. But that totally makes sense. Like, there's nothing that's confusing about that. Like, that no, makes total tracks. sense. It makes total sense. Um, Completely but, tracks. And, like, you know, especially I, in that high school where, like, they've he's created this culture where people identify with him. Absolutely. Because they kind of feel like he came he came up in a similar way and then you replace him with somebody that's just I'm not sure he's the same person I identified with before. Right. And you know, I I I appreciate the fact that the show that they have written so far and you know, I've seen a lot of people that I follow, a lot of people I respect who uh took Lowry's admission of his past, uh Principal Lowry. Uh they took his admission of his past as a lie. Mhm. I did not take it as a lie. I uh, under I know a lot of white people. I mean, we're in Alabama. We're, not, we're in, <laughs> <laughs> we predominantly no. Well, I'm gonna say like you know. Well, when I when when I was growing up in Montgomery, I mostly knew black people. Like I grew up in a black neighborhood, so yeah. I'm not gonna say I predominantly know white people exactly. Uh, <laughs> but um, I've known a lot of white people who had that stance. Like, well. I'm not privileged. I didn't grow up with all this privilege, but the thing that they miss is they still get the benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And, yeah. and no, that's, that's what Lowry, thing. that's what Lowry is missing. Like he, he's angry and he's frustrated because, uh, you know, people think that he's a racist or people think that he's rich or all these things just because he's white, by the way. And I don't know, I'm sure you've experienced this too. That's an, that is an actual downfall of being a white person is other white people just think that you're a racist like them. Have you had that where you just, where you come in, <laughs> where you come Dude. in and they're like, Oh man, that, that black guy over there. I'm like, don't, don't bring me into your shit. Don't. Oh, for sure. I, I work in a very blue collar industry. It's like, like, at least four or five times a week, somebody says something. And I think, oh, <laughs> god damn it! Hey, don't don't be what saying that shit to me. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, don't don't nod at me. <laughs> don't don't look over at me and nod. Don't even. God damn it! <laughs> like, do you know how many times I've wanted to start a Twitter account that just says like something along the lines of like we're not there yet, <laughs> and just quote the shit I hear at work. Yep, <laughs> it's like fuck. sometimes. Sometimes, you know, you'll be at work or somewhere, you'll be hanging out somewhere, and it's like the black person leaves, and then it's like all, all the white people start pulling out their white hoods. Well, good, he's gone. I'm like, whoa, 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 I'm not cool with this shit. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> it's not that literal, but oh my gosh. No, Sometimes. it is at my work. It is at mine, though. It might be at your work. <laughs> it literally is at mine. It's, it, You've like, told me you stories. You can see people... You can see people gauge who's in the room before they say something. And I'm I, I, every time I watch them thinking, oh, God damn it. Yeah. But look, you know, you I, I, I feel like Lowry is a real character. And that's what I love about him. I love that he's a three-dimensional character. Like, I understand that character. I know where he's coming from, even if I disagree with him. And uh, he's not a mustache-twirling villain. And uh, so far. I say so far because this show has a habit of bringing stuff up and I'm like, Oh, that's going to be cool later. And then it was just surface level 
turns out, no, there was nothing to that. So, hmm. <laughs> um, but so far, and I did like that Jefferson was like, you know what? No, he should be the principal, even though he didn't want to, even though he was about to get his job back. But Lowry spoke to him in a way that he said, you know what? You're right. I'm not going to be here for those kids because not that Lowry knows, but yeah, I'm Black Lightning. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> I've got other stuff to do. Yeah, I've got other stuff to do. And I'm I'm interested to see where they go with Lowry. If they go anywhere else with Lowry, uh, I, you know, I high level, I can appreciate, you know, Jennifer thinking he's a racist because he took down Khalil's stuff. I don't think that was the case. I think he's trying to run a strict school. And I think that's like what he thinks is right for the school. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm interested. I hope they don't turn him into just like a, mu- a mustache twirling Ku Klux Klan member or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't think that's what's coming. Yeah, but it was also and, it was such a, a small part of the overall storyline that yeah yeah I really uh, I only cared to some extent and that is a part of the problem with this season but I guess we'll get to that in a little bit um, I always liked Gamby yeah I always but I you know wasn't crazy about his Gamby dies storyline his fake death no oh, that was so stupid <laughs> that was so stupid <laughs> like he's such a great character. And you build him up as someone who uh, always has a plan, and then you you it was like a waste of uh, I don't know what do you say about forty minutes of screen time, thirty forty yeah. minutes of screen time. One of one of the I don't know this is one of the scenes that gave me the most joy and the most cringe. I'll say um, is when they go back and after his van is flipped and the whole thing, yeah. and you see how he got out of that van, and like there's like a little hole that opens up, and you just see like it. Him just like jumping out of the hole as it flips. It just looks so dumb. And it just, I don't know. There was just, it was so silly. And it, the crazy part, me... it didn't even look that dumb. I just still thought, why, like, why as an audience member were you trying to convince me the entire episode <laughs> that that guy that was Gabby dead? That was dead. Yeah. That, there's no that way that was dead. Like, you were deeply underestimating me as an audience member. I knew damn well you weren't going to kill that guy and that that guy was better than the death you tried to give him. You know what it what reminded are we doing? me? Like, it was just a waste. It reminded me of um, old movie serials. And that's why it brought, it brought me a ton of joy for this. It just, no, it should like, remind you like Batman. Is he going to make it through this death trap? That's what yeah. it should have reminded you of. That's what it reminded me of. Like old yeah. Batman movie serials. Like where you see like Batman and Robin are in the plane. And it's like, dun, 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 dun. And then like the plane explodes. And then it's like, come back next week for the next exciting episode. And then you come back next week. And like right before the plane explosion, you see like Batman and Robin jump out of the plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, wait, you didn't show me that shit before. That's the, <laughs> that was that's literally a, not of that cut. It's a total lie. Yeah. Um. So that's that's kind of how I felt about it because and the whole time, of course, we know the game. He's not dead. Oh, uh, yeah. I do really like that actor. Um, I do. I did Same not time. appreciate that actor in Mortal Kombat Annihilation when he stood in for Christopher Lambert <laughs> as Raiden. I was like, I want Highlander back. Not the same. Yeah, I wanted Highlander back. <laughs> All right, same problem, though. When uh, uh, when Jennifer's running away for a few episodes. Uh-huh. Oh, that was such a... Uh, like, that was another... We wasted some time here, man. I I honestly feel... And I'll get, I promise I'll get back to stuff I liked in a minute. Um, there was a lot to like. There, it, there really was. 
there we're was a lot there. to like. Apparently, we're airing our grievances about stuff we didn't like right now. So, oh, I didn't mean to, but we're, we're we just kind of got into but that it's happening. point. But and honestly, um, for, uh, for me, this is kind of the last big grievance. So, really, okay. Well, for me, it feels like they had an idea for about a full season's worth of shows last year, mm-hmm. and they didn't get a full season's worth. So, season two is the second half of that plus some filler. Like maybe, maybe Gamby on the run filler, uh, Jennifer on the run with Khalil, which I could totally understand. If you're caught up with someone like Tobias, you're going to be on the run. I could have used about an episode and a half less of it. You are going to be on the run or not seen it at all. I mean, um, you're going to be on the run, but that same episode could have ended three episodes earlier with meeting with Jefferson and realizing you need to go to the police and that ultimately getting you killed. Mm hmm. And then that having a payoff with, uh, you know, everyone actually like that that paid off huge. Like mm-hmm. Khalil in this season paid off huge. He paid off huge. But I there, there were mm. at least four episodes where I thought we could have condensed this. This absolutely this didn't have to be that long. And I'll tell you this: that Sanjay plot. What the hell was that? The who? Remember the Sanjay. There was like, I can't remember the other, there was like two groups, one black, one white in South Freeland. Oh, fuck. That thing made, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. All of them were like, Looker was in charge of the white people and she had like the the stuff in her veins. Yeah. I know. That, that, yeah. Literally is just, it, it, like a mini series. Like, I had nothing for that. Nothing story like that that felt like such a weird departure and look i understand freeland is like supposed to be in georgia and i know that there are definitely places like that like south freeland in georgia and alabama oh, for sure yeah and mississippi yeah and florida I've for that driven matter places in alabama like myself i've driven places in alabama where i did not feel comfortable absolutely but holy hell did this feel like a weird departure. This felt like Virgil Tibbs and Chief Gillespie just might pop up at any moment. Like it yeah. got a little too in the heat of the night for this show. And don't get it twisted. I love in the heat of the night. That's my shit. That's my jam. <laughs> like I am beside myself that they don't have all of in the heat of the night, including the television movies on yeah. DVD or streaming somewhere. Ready like I have, I have searched for it. Like I want to see Bubba, Looking around underneath that car and pull out like that you piece have a of Google flesh. Alert right. For I want to see the night and Netflix in case that shit goes down. Absolutely. I want to see Bubba pull that flesh up out of that tire and go, I don't know about you, Chief, but to me, this looks like a piece of head. I want to see all that shit. I love that show. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it, it just didn't feel and, right for this show. It felt like a strange departure in the middle of what was a pretty, uh, a pretty decent season. Like we didn't like the first episode because it was weird and overacting and preachy and, but they got better. And then they did the Sanjay shit. The Sanjay shit was kind of weird, man. I, it really was like it, it got to the point where, um, like statistically just, just that, uh, mm-hmm. what is it? Like two and a half million views an episode right now. I, I haven't Lightning. kept up. I haven't kept up because if Legends of Tomorrow has taught us anything, they can have like three you people have, watching and they'll still renew it. And it'll be great. <laughs> I, I think it's around two and a half. I could be wrong. But what I'm what I'm confident about is uh, no one's on the other side of these issues. And that doesn't mean they don't need, need to be represented at all. Like they should mm-hmm. be. But it 
didn't contribute at all to the rest of the story as far as I can tell. And I say that, uh, like you said before, a couple white dudes. If if there's something I missed, please tell me. Yeah, I'm willing to was... learn. I just didn't <laughs> right. see anything that I thought contributed to the rest of the to even the rest of the season not much and less if, the rest of the series it just it seemed just, like a weird sidebar it did and i now they might have been setting up something but even if they were if this had been an episode of like season one or two fringe like good fringe back in the day it would have been one episode that's it it would have been one episode that's setting up like something borderline up. twilight zone yeah sure yeah um but it wasn't it, it yeah. was just a weird sidebar for a few episodes where we were dealing with something that was kind of like a, um, it was a straw man argument to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I will preface this again. Please tell me if you think I sound ignorant. I, I will, I would be happy to learn from that. Yeah. Happy to. Know. But um, it just, it didn't, it didn't take with me. And um, yeah, it, it was, it was kind of boring to watch. It was like a few episodes where you thought, when are we getting out of this? And, uh, Oh, like the characters didn't develop at all. Yeah, it was it was just weird it for me. It was a lull. It was weird. All right, so back to stuff that we liked though. They're actually Tobias Well. I promise. Holy shit, Tobias Well. I love that actor. I love the character. He is disgusting and terrible. Um he's everything a villain should be. He he's he's a three-dimensional character, but he's also a mustache twirler and somehow that works so well. Like Every time he's talking to the painting of his sister, I am just overjoyed. Oh, yeah. That's solid. It, um, it's also how much he enjoys being as kind of evil as he is. But, you like, know, ripping he's got... the spine out of a motherfucker. Oh, that was... Didn't <laughs> that I was tell you... brutal. I, didn't I tell you I always have your back? Ooh. Uh, yeah. Like, Ooh. That, that's, that's the kind of thing that only someone so evil that they're enjoying themselves could possibly say. <laughs> But it's so it's also heart, like it heart is heartbreaking in a way the way he acts because he has so much hatred for his own kind he hates black people like every, almost everything he says is racist against black people and I I guess that's like I I take it as because because of the way he grew up and his own dad like he kind of like takes all of the negative stereotypes and puts it on everyone. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah, he's, been, mind, he's, he's the exact just, opposite uh, of his dad. He's the kind of guy in my mind. Um, again, let us happy know. To, happy to hear about any feedback, but in my mind, it's, uh, he's the kind of guy that he just, he kind of hates every version of certain people for certain reasons. Yeah. It's not going to be like, he's got nuanced feelings about this group or that group. He, Oh, I think he does, but he, like, I mean, he pretty much, like, says, like, the worst shit you could say on network TV, like, about everybody. Yeah. Like, well, what was that line? He said something about, like, I can't remember the line. He said something, the only thing worse than a, a black woman is a white woman who won't shut up or something like that. He was like, geez, dude, you're such a piece of shit. I think it was the other um, way around. Was it? I think He's so. He's just such an awful person. Um, but instead they, they managed to like, I feel bad for enjoying his character. I can't remember. You know what I mean? Like, no, it, it does. Um, here's the thing it does. Whatever stereotypes he's playing on and, uh, bringing up or down in the consciousness, the fact that he's doing it, the fact that he's making these stereotypes and playing on them, 
mm-hmm. and still clearly being the villain. Um, mm-hmm. That's there. Like, it, it, there's no point where he says something you think, well, he's got a point. It, every time he says something, you think, what an asshole. Absolutely. And, you know, it's like... <laughs> that's important <laughs> to the character. If, like, when, a, like, I, I will give all of these shows, any show, a lot of shit for certain things. But, you know, that's that's one of the things that this show does really well is I could be grinding my teeth watching this thing, just displeased with the show, and then at the end of the show go... That made me feel, damn it. That was pretty good. <laughs> like, it can hit you. It, it it really can hit you out of nowhere. I feel weird. I feel bad about myself for enjoying Tobias so much, but he's just such a piece of shit. He is a compelling and, villain. Uh, like that's, that's on the showrunners and the characters and the writers for making that come to life. That's, he's good. Like it was, how satisfying was it to see him in the last episode actually like confined to fucking Nowheresville? Not. It was not. No. It happened I liked much it. too quickly. Happened much too quickly. Too I suddenly. I thought it was perfect. I thought it was perfect. All right. He's not gone. I mean, he's not gone, no. He's too he's compelling. Not. And he is. like that last fight, um, they did, like, lightning is so powerful that, like, Black Lightning had to show up and kind of fight that fight for her so she didn't do it and become a murderer, you know? So yeah. the fact that there's that out there and he's finally down for the count for a moment, that's not that's not the last time we'll see him. But what I do love is that it gave him the potential of, like, they, they described how far in the hole and they've lost the key and they've lost the, like, they killed the guy whoever made the key in the first place. Mm-hmm kind of thing and uh it's not the last time we'll see him like whatever yeah. happens he'll come back more powerful than before i was pretty happy about all that and fucking markovia you know i like i said in the young justice review i am not a big fan of markovia i, I you know i i don't know what to feel about this like i don't like dr jace here she's kind of a mustache twirler for me i haven't I really seen a like lot of her depth he, to her like when she told uh <laughs> When she told him, I'm smarter than you, I, I kind of liked her for a second. <laughs> I can see that. Like, and, and it justifies her living a few more minutes by literally saying, look, your survival instinct is, is fantastic, but if I was doing blah, 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 blah. Like, uh, I, I get that. And then bringing in uh, whatever his name is that can uh, transport and apparently uh, kills everyone in sight. Oh yeah, that's that's that was a solid yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a solid. Let's see what happens next season. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> it has been renewed. Um, I I don't know. You know, I uh, I've just kind of been meh about all the uh, the kids with powers that Lynn and Jace have been working on. I'm kind of meh about Markovia. Why does the war have to come to Freeland? Like, we've established that there are other metas and stuff, like, meta trafficking has happened. Okay, there are other places, too, not just Freeland. Yeah. Um, but well, I guess says, we'll see what's happening. He, he well, uh, Odell literally says they see this as, like, a hotbed. Yeah. They're going to want to attack this place. Which, great actor, by the way. That dude is, yeah. has been solid throughout the season. He's a weird dude. Like, Bill Duke, that dude just has a presence. And, yeah. uh, holy shit. Like sometimes it's like he's so like subdued, but he's so creepy too. Like yeah, yeah. Oh, um, the the stuff he says to Lynn in this last episode. Uh huh. Fantastic. Yeah, that's that was pretty solid. Um, 
Lynn is a character that I'm still struggling to like. They still can't find... I don't know. They, like, some sometimes she's badass, like, when she's got her shotgun. But, you know, then, like... She, but she, like why would she... Like, this, the character definitely suffers from, like, stupid decisions. You know, like, suddenly she'll just be the stupidest person on the show. Where she's like, oh, I completely trust you, Dr. Jace. You're not a crazy psycho bitch at all. Let me just mm-hmm. implement this formula. And, oh, half the kids died. And instead of going, oh, I was I was tricked. I she was just, deceived. She just runs around frantically going, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Oh, my Lord. Why did you guys not have better things for her to do here? <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) How about she's not in the room and Dr. Jace just does it on her own and we just leave Lynn out of it. But you know what? I'm happy because they keep mentioning her last name now, Mm -hmm. which means nothing other than the fact that her brother is a Green Lantern. (laughs) 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 It's just that every time Agent Odell says, "Mm, Dr. Stewart, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I get it. And I hope they don't do it because uh, they've got to find a way to make that character play better. Mm-hmm. I, she, I think we said this in our season one review. I really do. Um, her agency has never been like well-founded or completely represented. It's It's been weird. That's, She's that's kind of all way. over the place. Yeah, and honestly, it just feels like a lot of the time they don't know what to do with her, so they just make her mad at something. Yeah, like... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, she's always kind of just upset about whatever. Like, insert a thing. It's like, it's like every episode, like, well, we need something for Lynn to be mad about. Uh. <laughs> well, it's All right. Yeah. And I got it. She's mad about the thing she wasn't mad about last episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, and the best it's ever worked was when she was mad about Wendy. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's le- uh, it's a legitimate cause. It works with the theme of the rest of the uh, like what the show's doing. That that was solid, but mm-hmm. they didn't even let that completely hang around and sit for a while. Like, with Lynn, man, I, it feels like they're just reaching sometimes. It does. Uh, Love seeing Robert Townsend, ye old meteor man. Uh, it was fun oh, to yeah. see him whenever he showed up. Like, oh, good. They're you know. Paying respects to freaking Meteor Man. That's awesome. <laughs> Remember that off and, of VHS box? <laughs> and I like seeing uh, Erica Alexander come in as Perenna. She was, I, I have liked her since Living Single back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, you look back, she was great on the Cosby show for what little she was there. Um, but, I, you know, growing up, I watched Living Single way too often. Like, <laughs> like oh, I, 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 I was all over Living Color. Oh, I was all over. I watched *In Living Color*. I watched uh, *Living Single*. Like everything on Fox, I pretty much I watched. I watched *Married with Children*. That's fair. I watched uh, *Freaking Martin*. Oh my gosh! I want to like at Walmart now. They got all those sets of Martin on on DVD. I've been now tempted every it, time I go. I'm not in. sure. Now that you're saying it, I've watched a lot of Fox. Oh yeah, like. For whatever reason in Montgomery, we we got WCOV, which was our, our Fox affiliate, and our like our ABC affiliate didn't really come in too well, and neither did our CBS affiliate for a while. So right. you know, pretty much NBC and Fox, those were my jam. <laughs> also, now that you're saying affiliate, I'm super glad that is not a thing anymore. I mean, it's still a thing, but it's not an important thing anymore. No, that's it's going away. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. All right, so uh, 
I, I I do. I like Erica Alexander. And by the way, lady doesn't age really. She just doesn't. She still looks like Maxine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really I was sad, and I guess that was part of like Gamby having to disappear for a minute is that he needed to like get what he needed from Miss Fowdy. I was actually sad to see Miss Fowdy go. Yeah, fair enough. And I I was sad to see Cyanide go. Like it was ridiculous, but like that <laughs> the that whole sequence where they're fighting and they've got like oh my gosh, like they're like in like the ridiculous seventies jumpsuits and like taking off their yeah. heels and shit and fighting right. each other. Yeah, that was like like that was like some shit. Like I grew up watching on Saturday mornings with my dad. You know, like they would run, they'd run in on the Fox affiliate. Uh, they'd run like Pam Greer movies, like Foxy Brown. You know, like Coffee. Oh yeah, and, uh, I love that shit, man. That, no. <laughs> there was some legacy there for sure. <laughs> I could have used a little more of that. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I liked where it landed. I mean, I, and I, I get it. But I like Orland. That's one of the things that I've always. That's one of like the the real big red flags that I've always like really enjoyed about uh, Quentin Tarantino is he has he has an uh, an appreciation for that kind of movie. You know what I mean? Like that kind of shoe fetish. Shoe fetish. No, you know, just like sort of like the seventies disco black exploitation type of films. Like oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, clearly, you know, you look at Jackie Brown. He had Pam Greer all up in that shit. Oh, you yeah. know, he's just the music, the style. Like, I, I love that. Uh, I wish he did more of that and less of whatever the hell he does now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that They finally got around to Bill Henderson knowing I love that he was pissed at Jefferson. I, you know, <laughs> I feel a little silly for him though, because he should have known that shit a long time ago. Oh yeah. But whatever. Yeah. Whatever, guys. I get it. Superhero show. That's a that's a trope of the genre, I guess. Right. You gotta have someone you reveal it to that you've been working with the whole time and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, while I'm still not a big fan of uh, Anissa, I just I don't care for the actress. I do. Uh, she does. She never plays as real to me. Somehow, she always plays like she's reading. Um, I do love um China Ann McLean as Jennifer. Yeah. I think she's great. And uh, as far as Anissa is concerned, I do actually enjoy that she has a couple of different alternate personalities. I like that she goes around as what was what was she calling herself? Uh, Blackbird? Yeah. Is that it? Where she's like <laughs> running around like stealing stealing yeah. money and stuff for the church. Bird. And while while I mentioned the church, I do wish the they would they would have like followed. Because last season Jefferson went out of his way to imply that the uh that the the preacher was a bit of a philanderer that he was like you know a little under the table on some of his yeah. dealings and yeah. they haven't really played that up they've kind of played him as like an actual holy man this season so you know i mean he was i don't know i'd like to see more of that assassinated almost so you can play <laughs> yeah. the other side of that as i mean twice the... twice almost assassinated now yeah yeah <clears throat> <laughs> the preacher that keeps a nine millimeter in his pulpit, but you know, <laughs> yeah, he, right. he, yeah, he gets a redemption arc, sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, I thought everything about Khalil's death was uh, heartbreaking and really well done. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I loved the bit where they're going, they're about to go to prom inside of his head, and then he just disappears because he dies. That tore me up. 
Right. They did a really good job with that. Um, the um, Anissa's Grace Chase was boring. Like, I had no interest in it. Like, I was just like, yeah, I get it. Great. There's something wrong with Grace. Grace is doing a thing. I, I just didn't care. The whole time they were together and she keeps, like, taking her pills and the, the weird stuff on her neck. And, and then she disappears. And, oh, gosh. Okay. I don't I just don't care. Yep. I was good with Grace going away for good. I was good with them being together. I Whatever. Just do something else. Um, yeah. Now, when we're, like, I feel like this, this finale, though, this, this finale really had the same issue as the previous finale in a lot of ways to me um i felt like it was rushed like a few things went too quickly i thought like i said before i thought the uh them get gathering enough evidence to to take down tobias was a little much like it didn't and because we never saw a body it didn't feel like his little right hand man was actually dead you know what i mean because they're like oh he just bought a car and then you see his hand outside of the car and he stops at a stoplight and he blows up and you're like oh yeah He's not dead. And then the next episode, they're like, oh, yes, confirmed. He's dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but on the cop side, you could be like, mm, we couldn't prove it, but we're moving forward with this information. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. I, I kind of, yeah. Like, that can work. It can work. It, I just felt like the whole, like, gathering enough evidence and then actually, like, Henderson actually going in and them actually, like, it's just, it all ran together for me. The last like episode, last couple episodes, just like, what is even happening anymore? Like he's got new people from the tubes and they're from the seventies. And, and that was disappointing because I wanted to see more of their fish out of water story. I wanted to yeah. see less Sanjay and more of these guys going like, holy shit, what's the internet? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, instead Although, of them just being like, well, we're from the seventies. Like now we're storyline for that. Yeah. It, I got to give it this. Like, five guy running around saying, uh, uh, well, really not saying, just laughing and blowing up things. Mm-hmm. That made as much sense as any uh, any other reaction you might have. <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> which I guess, you know, it makes sense that Tobias wouldn't be like, no, you're, he wouldn't be like, oh, get your bearings. Take a look around. Check out this iPad. He would just be like, nope, you're going to do what the hell I'm doing. that shit up. You're going to do what I say, or you're going to die. Yeah. That's Tobias's way. That makes sense, I guess. It was just, you know, any kind of time I get like a... Set everything on fire. Anytime I get a story where someone's like cryogenically unfrozen after 30 or 40 years, I kind of want to see the reaction to the modern world. I can't help it. It's in my blood. Honestly, um, I think you saw that in like five seconds when, uh, like before Tobias said, let me, let me educate you. Oh yeah, that that that's the point. That's a good point. <laughs> All right, so uh, you and I disagree about how uh, how much we liked Tobias getting thrown in into his quote unquote prison. Which, by the way, I I oh my gosh, like I did really enjoy when he's like, I want my lawyer or whatever, and the guy's just like, yeah, you don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand where you are. Uh, we don't give a shit. Yeah, that was fantastic. Um, yeah. I will say this, when they like pan in on those those test tube people, more test tube people, and that last one is Khalil. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That I feel I was like, why? You had such a strong emotional end to that character. Why would you ruin it? Yep. That is shitting in my soup. Why yeah, would you even I, do that? I understand. I think they want like get more mileage out of the uh resurrection thing they've been doing. Yeah, no, I did enjoy seeing Lala again. 
yeah, Lala came back in a way that was uh, that was really compelling. Him and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know who played the resurrection guy, but shit. Yeah, he was creepy. He was he did creepy a really good job. as balls. A great job. And uh, yeah. Lala talking to him and all the talk about like redemption if you do this and that. Uh, uh, that was all of that. All of that was fantastic. Like I'm really rooting for Lala now. Yeah, dude, that entire episode where he had Jefferson in the classroom with a no, gun to him. That was good. Was that fantastic. was fucking good. That was so God, good. That was good television. Even when he gets shot and kind of trying to hide how he can... <laughs> oh, it was good. Mm-hmm. That was pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love that he keeps getting... I love that Lala keeps getting resurrected and he just keeps coming back. Oh, uh, and getting killed it? again. Like, uh, Cutter throws a bunch of shit at him. He's like, death's, death's not going to throw up an eye answer or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, give me more of that. Yeah. I'm digging that. Cutter, and also, Cutter's the, been a fun the addition. actor himself, fantastic. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the actor's fantastic. And, oh, um, God. Oh, my favorite moment of Lala of all, is when, like, uh, when he turns the computer around and shows him, like, his high school graduation shot. Mm-hmm. And it, it like, it Lala just breaks down a little bit. That yep. may be my favorite moment of Lala ever. When he shows him the guy he killed. Oh, uh, fuck. Earl. Earl, yeah. Sorry, Earl. Mm. Anyway, they're doing good things with him right now. I, I hope that I hope that stays. I really do. There's a lot to play with there. I was sad when I was... That was actually really sad when that guy went away just because he was so much fun to watch. Um, but I guess we never did get that resurrection story or get why people were being resurrected last year. So... Yeah. I guess we got to wrap that up, huh? No, with like season one with lady eve and everything it was just yeah it was in the wind all right so um hmm, you got anything else nope <laughs> yeah i don't think i do either um uh, there are big slots a of this lot sh- a lot of fun to be had with this series a lot of fun and then a lot of what the hell i feel like i, I yeah a lot of potential what the hell a lot of potential you know Hell yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah. if we spoke out of turn or whatever, let us know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like we don't, I don't really know. I don't know how to talk about the show without mentioning all the shit they bring up, you know? Uh, so yeah, no, I get it. If we spoke out of turn, just, you know, educate us. Yep. I'm willing to learn. Uh, yeah. I'm willing to get more woke. Right. As they say. Oh yeah. I can't say that without thinking about uh, Captain Holt on, on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. They're like, sir, did you mean woke? I did, but it was grammatically incoherent. <laughs> God, it's so good. So good. <laughs> I can't remember what he said. Something like, it's like, uh, get awoken or awakened or something like that. And they're like, you mean get woke? Yes, I did mean that. Ah, I love that man. So good. I love Andre Brower. Yeah. We have more time with him. Yay. Uh, we do. I don't have grandfathers left. Can he be my grandfather? <laughs> In your own place, yes. Yes, he can. Like, I've actually been tempted to go back and watch, um, oh God, what was it? Homicide? Life on the Streets? And all that? Just because he was he was in it for so long. Like, I've gone back and looked at clips of that. The show is awful. It's like real bad 90s <laughs> stuff. But he's fantastic. Like, He's a young man. He's like in his 20s, but he is just like chewing the scenery. He's fantastic. Nice. Anyway, didn't mean for this to become the Andre Brower show. Uh. <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> anyway, we're DC on screen. Thank you for listening. And uh, remember, we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash DC on screen. If you haven't gotten enough of us just rattling incoherently. And because mm-hmm. uh, you will get extra content. I promise you that. You'll get oh, extra there's content. Guys. Plenty more. And uh, $5 a month gets you that extra content. And uh, we're going to come back some point at a different time, probably next week with more news and stuff. And as the uh, the weeks go by, there will be uh, season finales. And apparently there's going to be a Krypton at some point. And stuff will just keep coming. So I still have not announced a Krypton thing. I, mm, I thought they said, they said summer. Yeah, that's, that's not. Mm, no, no date. Summer, summer, summer time. Yeah. <laughs> but finales, we got you there. Yep. All right. Well, uh, until next time, keep some DC on your screen. I'm gonna go listen to Will Smith now for some reason. Bye. I had to. I had to sing "Summertime." Bye. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens' The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC 52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David C. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Future Elevators, could be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Effie Ophelders of the fantastic podcast Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud. It can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We are proudly in partnership with TV Time, TV show calendar and social media site that lets you keep track of what you're watching, what your friends are watching, and where you all left off. DC On Screen is a maladjusted production. Visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, an improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more. Are you maladjusted? Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC.